yo, yo, what's going on, everyone? I'm your host, Joe Mambu. I am here with my boy, Pat, and my big dog, Q. What's going what's on, going man? What's going on, man? Glad to have y'all with me. Uh, this is episode 131, and we're basically talking about Steph Curry legacy. If you don't know, Steph, Bur- Steph Curry been going on the tear the past week. Just dropped 47 against the Celtics in a losing effort. But uh, Steph Curry's been putting up some numbers. He passed Will Chamberlain by dropping 21 in the first quarter uh, to pass the uh, to lead uh, the all-time scoring list for the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry been on the tip, but we, but before we talk about Steph Curry, I do want to um, discuss Trevor Lawrence, and that's the other topic in today's show. Uh, for those, I mean, everybody should know Trevor Lawrence right now. But for those who don't know, he's the projected number one overall draft pick. Uh, for this upcoming draft in the NFL. Um, he's going to the Jacksonville Jaguars, most likely, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he has some comments in Sports Illustrated that kind of question his leadership, his competitive edge. And um, basically what it was, basically he was saying he felt like he could walk away from the game of football. He doesn't really need the game of football. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his father echoed those sentiments, uh, saying that Trevor, you know, Trevor is beyond, he loves football. You know, right now, I, I feel like Trevor loves the game of football, but he said he's willing to, to, to walk away anytime. Now, if I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars, what I'm thinking is that's a red flag, at least for me, mm-hmm. right? I'm not, I'm not ownership of the GM. So, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, he has <coughs> the talent. He went 34-2 and as a starter in Clemson. You know, he beat Alabama in his freshman year in Clemson. Uh, the guy's big on talent. You know, he's, uh, since 1979, he's the most hyped quarterback behind Elway, Luck, uh, Peyton Manning, and, um, and Trevor Lawrence is the fourth on that list since 1979. Okay. As a, so we, the, the world looks at Trevor Lawrence as a generational quarterback. The guy, 6'6", 220, can make all the throws. Throw off-platform, on-platform. If you're the Jacksonville Jaguars and you heard about him wanting, you know, being able to, not having a chip on his shoulder, how would you feel as an organization? I'll start with you, Q. I'd say he's not necessarily, he takes this seriously, you know. Yeah. Because, I mean, you say you love football, but you're saying you don't need football, you know. Yeah. Like, so it's like, you're saying you can walk away. So, like, let's say, like, after one game, things just don't go the way you want it to go. Like, you know, you're just going to disappear on us, you know what I'm saying? Like, which is messed up, you know what I mean? But on the other hand, also, he probably could mean, like, I want to do other endeavors in life. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't necessarily have to be a negative thing as well. Yeah. So, Pat, go ahead. Stay your peace and then I'll... So it's not, it's not necessarily him wanting to leave football, mm-hmm. but he says he doesn't need the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. I mean, I mean, if that's how he feels, I mean, that's, I mean, most football players felt like that before, you know, about wanting to walk away from the game of football. So, yeah. um, you know, football is a very rough sport. You know, you only have a certain amount of time that, you know, you could play football yeah. and do that. So, I mean, I don't, I don't look at it as being a bad thing. You know, sometimes, you know, People, like football players, they play football and yeah. they they decide they don't want to play no more. So you know, I don't look at it as it being bad. 
it's just that's just what he feels you know yeah. maybe he just doesn't need football like maybe yeah. he got other things going on for himself so yeah so my yeah. question though uh to get back to the question as an organization mm -hmm. let's say you're the gm mm -hmm. or the owner mm -hmm. with those comments that trevor lawrence stated are you drafting him number one I, or i'm still i'm still drafting him you're still drafting him number one okay um, just see how he is you know um give him about a couple years see yeah. what it is and you reevaluate from there all right, that's, that what about you? You 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 I mean, you gonna yeah, want you gonna pick him probably up? the best quarterback right now coming yeah. out of college. You know, I just say like now you might just want to consider what you'd be paying him, at least. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, as a number one, he's gonna get that high rookie yeah. scale. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying. Well, I guess after four years, yeah, coming to that, you know, that beyond that rookie contract, exactly. you kind of got a little. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I mean, as 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 a GM, I would be a little bit troubled, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, John Elway, mm -hmm. Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. Mm -hmm. One of them didn't pan out so well. Andrew Luck, great yeah. quarterback, he but was, I, he was a great quarterback. Yeah, but he decided he just didn't want to play. Anymore. And he retired early. He retired. He was what thirty? He was twenty nine when he retired. Jesus, I didn't. Yeah. I, I think just, he retired on time. See, at I least think, be thirty. Yeah, I think he went out on. On time, yeah, you know, the what it is, but you know, that's just me. Yeah. So my thing is this, right? I look at Tre Trevor Lawrence is a great quarterback, mm -hmm. right? At least in the collegiate level, mm -hmm. right? I look at the Andrew Luck situation, and I'm like, listen, they don't get this young man some help. There's a reason why he's the number one. He's projected to be the number one overall pick. He's supposed to basically be the savior of the franchise. Um, now, it could be a situation like we've seen with the Jets, right? Where Sam Darnold was the number three overall pick mm -hmm. a few years ago. Never really got that O-line situated, and they got rid of him. Now, I don't, I don't say that to be, to say that that will be the same situation with Trevor Lawrence. I think he has a little bit more clout coming in than Sam Darnold. Definitely more than Sam Darnold. Mm -hmm. But if you don't get him an O-line and he gets his ass beat, you know what I'm saying? there'll be a strong uh, likelihood of him retiring early like Andrew Luck, right? Yeah, because the, yeah. the thing was, Andrew Luck got beat down, right? And we see the same thing. I think Cam, Cam came in the year before Andrew Luck as the number one pick. Yes, he did. And, and, and look at, look at <coughs> Cam now, right? Like Cam basically was an MVP, was voted best player in the league at one point. And now he's just an afterthought in, uh, where, where is he at? New, New England, England. New England. Yeah. right? So this is the thing. When you have these young guys who come in who's with this stout talent, you have to craft the old. So first of all, you got to give him some receivers, which Jacksonville, they do have decent receivers. Mm -hmm. But you have to give this guy an O-line, right? Because mm -hmm. it could be the Andrew Luck situation all over again. I feel like year 10... He doesn't get the help he needs. He walks away from the game, right? So I, I saw the comments from uh, Trevor Lawrence, and I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Mm. He said, it's not like I need football for my life to be okay. I want to do it because I want to be the best I can be. I want to maximize my potential. Who wouldn't want to? Right. You kind of waste it if you don't. So mm. he is a hard worker. Mm. But the problem, I, the problem with that statement, I look at it is, is this: what happened when you don't like football? Because football in the collegiate, from from Pop Warner, high school, collegiate level is completely different. Because now, when you go to the NFL, it's a business. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
how much is he going to like it? And you hear a lot of players say that they don't like the game once they get to the professional level because it is a business, right? Mm -hmm. Allen Iverson dealt with that, you know, with his time. He loved the city of Philly, but it was just time for him to go. So, you know, this is a problem that happens across the board. And I'm not saying that Trevor Lawrence is necessarily looking for an out or even has an out. What I'm saying is, is that there could be a time where he gets a myriad of injuries and he's just like, yo, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? He got his, his wife, Marissa. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure Trevor Lawrence has some cachet to, you know, end up being like Tony Romo in the booth or something. You know, even if it's like on the NCAA, like how Tim Tebow did. <clears throat> yeah. You know, yeah. just, just uh, being a broadcaster for the game. Right. Um, I will say this, though. The fact that he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder. Right. So let's talk about the positive of that now. The fact that he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder, I feel like he's more even keeled, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he talked about the semifinal playoff game in which he lost, and he felt like he he said that he felt like he could do everything that he did in that game. When when you're a quarterback, especially in the NFL, you can't focus on your mistakes. You can't focus on your losses. You have to obviously study tape, and get better. Mm-hmm. So in that right, I feel like he may be. A great first round pick. It's really at this point you're just questioning his desire for the game as his, you know, as he continues his NFL career. You know what I mean? Because you look at some greats, you're like, yo, I, you know, greats are obsessed, right? Yeah. yeah. To a certain degree, Kobe, uh, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady's talking about ring number eight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Kobe Bryant, like it's an obsession, yeah. you know. And I, I look at it like. There has to be that, like there's a psycho Tom, there might have to be a psycho Trevor. And that's what people are looking to see. But, I, I mean, listen, the guy can make all the throws. And he's 34-2 and two as a starter, right? We just got to see. The, the NFL pressure is a little bit different than the collegiate um, pressure. Yeah. And we just have to. Um, also, running, the NFL is more of a throwing league, more of a passing league. Yeah. College is more of a. Yeah. Running league. Yeah. Running, yeah. Yeah. So you're saying, yes, number one. Yeah. Yeah, number yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I hear you, but I'm, I, I would still pick him number one, but I would question that other contract down the line just to see because he ain't get hit by NFL line, uh, linebackers, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, tackles and whatnot just yet. So we got to see if that desire is still there. So the next thing I want to talk about is Steph Curry. My man is on the tear. Currently, Warriors sitting at number ninth in the West. So that's the playing tournament, which um, Mark Cuban is not a fan of because his team is sitting a little bit lower. Uh, actually, what are the I Dallas? I think they're, they're in 10th place. They're, yeah, what no, is they're Dallas in, sitting at right they're now? No, 7th. I think they're 7th. They, no, they're 7th. Yeah, they're 7th seventh, yeah. right now. So don't, they don't like the playing tournament because there's a chance that they may just get bumped out. I like, I like the playing tournament because it's like a collegiate type of style. Mm-hmm. And it makes the game interesting, Same especially game. in the 72 shortened season. Um, but how do you when, you, when I when I say Steph Curry, what do you think about? My opinion, he's the second best point guard of all time after Magic Johnson. Okay. And the greatest shooter of all time. So you put him better than 
Well, obviously you do because you said second. You think he's better than Isaiah? Yes, I do. Okay. Wow. Jason Kidd? Yeah, Jason Kidd's my favorite point guard, but oh, yeah. Jason Kidd is not even, like, top 10 in point guards to me. Damn, who you? Okay, we, we'll, we'll come back to that, but what about you? When I say Steph Curry, what I do you think about? Oh, man, probably greatest, greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. Um, would I say greatest point guard of all time? I would say maybe uh, he's in the top 10, roughly. Well, yeah, that's... He's top 10 on, like... Oh, yeah. Top 10 on... I mean, he just continues to year in, year out, just... In, like stuff that he does is just like insane. Yeah. Like, just, I mean, Steph Curry just has me for loss of words sometimes. I'm just like, this guy is just so like can hit a three point shot from from half court yeah. and makes yeah. it look like you know. Yeah, he's got in the gym range. For yeah. Yeah. Gym. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, how do you even have the strength? The the strength that you have to have to like to chuck up those types of shots. Like. Well, Steph got his grown man, but I don't know if people realize Steph yeah. the past, like he came back looking really strong. Mm-hmm. He did, I, but he just doesn't even look like a dude that's like, that yeah. could be a big dude or like, you know, that could look like that. I'm like, just stuff that I see that do, I'm just like, man, that's just like, yeah, so All crazy. Right. Like, So I would ask this, right? If, if, if you look at um, Steph Curry, I know we say, obviously he's top 10 point guard. Obviously, you put him at number two, and you put him where? Man, it's just so many. Like, it's a lot I, of great I, I, yeah, guards. Yeah, I can't man. even. I can't even put him like one, two, three. Like, it's guys that I would say. I would say like AI, Jason Kidd, Magic Johnson, um, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. I put him in. I put him in that top ten. Like, okay, easy. So. I can't even put him at a number. It's so, just. So would you? Okay, so we know Steph Curry top ten point guard of all time. Where would you? Do you think he's a top ten player of all time? Wow, nah, I don't nah. think so. I top ten player. Top ten player. Okay. Oh man, I I, this, this, I can't even put that. Probably well, like, Kobe's number one. <laughs> <laughs> I put him maybe like top top hundred. Come on, Pat. But there's so many guys that are so good. Obviously, dog. Like there's so many guys that are so good. Top one hundred. Like so, this is obviously the question. He probably top twenty of all time. Top twenty. Yeah. Would I say top twenty? You want to put him top twenty? Yeah, I put him top twenty. Yeah, I put him top twenty. Yeah. So my thing is, man. We know Steph right now. He played a crazy game against the Celtics, dropping forty-seven. And I think he was like 11 and 19 or whatever. Um, I'll I'll get the stats. But when I look at Steph Curry, right, when I hear the name Steph Curry, now you know I haven't always been the biggest fan. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't hate the guy. Uh But, you know, I'm not a big fan of him. This season, I kind of respect what he's going. And and it's funny, right, because there was a post I saw on social media comparing this stuff to Kobe, right? Mm. You know, obviously the 10 consecutive games hitting 30 plus or more. Mm. You know, he tied Kobe on that fact. But I look at it like this is like a lot to Kobe in like 2000, you know, mm. without his first two seasons He's without Shaq, Shaq yeah. yeah, right? Because some crazy years. It, yeah, his yeah. number, yo, he was looking he, back on that. I was yeah, like, but I don't 05, think, 06, I don't 06, think on, uh, of course not we know that <laughs> we know that but what i'm saying is you look at it you know he doesn't have the talent right now mm-hmm. you know he got mr triple single and draymond green i like the 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 andrew 
Listen, I like the Andrew pick Andrew Pickup because it's like he can be the third or fourth option. Mm-hmm. All right. He doesn't have to live up to that number one pick. Uh, I like the Kelly Uber. I don't know, is Kelly Uber even playing? Yeah, I don't. I they don't had, they also had though, James bro. Wiseman. I think he. Yeah, James Wiseman. But James Wiseman, I think he's injured. They actually had two number one picks though on that team. Yeah, James Wiseman. No, James Wiseman was number two, right? Wait, did he go number? But no, one? I think he was number one. Number one. Yeah, I don't remember. He was t- he was a top pick, but. But James Wiseman is injured right now. Um, but Curry's pl- Curry's not playing with his full, you know. Yeah. His full entourage. Yeah, and, definitely not. But what he's doing, sitting that, having him sit at number nine, is amazing. Because you you know the West is stopped. You look at the West right now, right? Utah. You believe in them? Yeah, they uh, got a squad, man. They hooping. I'm not saying Utah, they're gonna win I mean, the championship, right. but but I think they could at least make the conference finals. Yeah. You. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That so right now, squad, man. they just don't seem like they had their battle tested like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just, I mean, I do believe in them. And ain't Donovan Mitchell got is injured now? He is. I think. Oh, he you is. talking about Jamal Murray? No, Jamal Murray. Jamal I know Murray's he's definitely injured. Yeah. So, you look at let's look at the one to eight, right? <clears throat> you got Utah, Phoenix, Clippers, Denver, who doesn't have Jamal. Yeah. The Lakers, who are playing with, without AD and yeah, LeBron, LeBron, right? Yeah. Those guys are slated to come back. Portland Trailblazers, mm. right? Uh, Dallas Mavericks and the Memphis Grizzlies. So right now, it would be Utah versus. De- well, I don't even know. If I mean, I think hold. that team, that team is probably even matched. Even what though, Utah uh, and Memphis? Memphis? Yeah, because it's yeah. they're one and eight, but it's like. And Memphis got a good, a lot of good young pieces, but right yeah, now, but I'd say Utah would beat them in like five games. Five? I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, I think, I I think mean, Utah would beat them in like five games. Yeah, I mean, I have to see. I have, we have to wait till playoffs. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you. See. I'm gonna tell you right now what team I think may go to the Western Conference Finals. Who? The Suns. Oh, well, I it, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think that's that Chris Paul effect. Yeah, you know what I'm that's saying? what it is. He should be, he should be MVP. I, I think the Suns, I think the Clippers, they're good. But, I, you know, playoff P is doing regular season things like he always do. Mm-hmm. But I need to see it in the playoffs. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, and Kawhi is always going to be Kawhi. We got to see how Rondo affects that team in the playoffs because, you know, Rondo's IQ is off the charts. Um but listen, man, when we talk about if if Golden State can make it into the play, even get out the first round with this squad, it would make me look at Steph a little bit different, right? Because you look at, like, the championship rings that he got. The, the, you know, when he won the first one with just that trio, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Even though K-Love and Kyrie, Kyrie weren't there, mm-hmm. LeBron still took him to six games with yeah. Mozgov being the second-best player. I think that was really impressive, but the impact that Curry has on the game as a 6-3 guard, to me, it's like, all right. He's literally literally changed the game. Yeah, Yeah. like you look at game changes in the history of the game, you know what I'm saying? It's like Jordan, obviously, right? The flash and the power behind his dunks. And And before Jordan, it wasn't God scoring. Yeah, you know know what I'm saying? And then you turn around, you have Kobe who emulates that. You got LeBron who comes and changes the game. But even before LeBron, you had Allen Iverson, where before, most of the time, you had guards 
when you look at the guards before Iverson, like Isaiah Thomas or, or, or Tim Hardaway, mm. right, the dribble was tight. It was in between the lines. What made Iverson different, I know, you know, he was a point guard, eventually moved to a shooting guard, but he was six feet, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Iverson would dribble on the outside, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and shimmy and just catch you. Mm-hmm. So Iverson, I mean, and then he even changed the game where they was like, nah, you, to the point like off the court, how you dress, now, Iverson is that is the sole reason. Yeah. They changed the rules. They changed the rules. So you look at you look at that, and then you turn around and you look at Steph Curry. And I don't think people realize the impact that Steph. Yes, from the three point stance, like you know, kids in the park shooting threes. Even like when I play ball now, I'm taking a little bit more threes than I normally would take when I was younger. Before it was like I, I, I geared more towards fadeaways or playing. You, you know, we played together. Yeah. We played together a bunch of times, you yeah. know what I mean? In Canarsie, Brooklyn. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but, but um, you, you, know how I, you know how I used to play. It yeah. was all fadeaways. It was closer to yeah. the basket. And obviously yeah. that's how they teach you how to shoot. Right. But you got kids, and they now all Steph Curry. So sometimes they jack yeah, up a shot, and I'm looking yeah. at them, and I'm like, yeah, some of them can't even make. They don't even have the strength to even make that type. Yeah, of, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it, it, it from the standpoint of the three. But there's another aspect of the game, and people not really um, giving Steph Curry credit for that. And I think it's the positionless basketball. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because now it's like. You either three or D, or you're just positionless, right? And I think Steph Curry attributed to that because what Steph Curry was able to do, he was able to open the floor tremendously, yeah. right? Where you're not just defending against high pick and rolls yeah. or things in the paint or in the post, yeah. right? Because when Steph Curry, listen, Steph Curry impacted the game so much that you know, before it was like, yo, playing them 94 feet because then they would run to the basket yeah. for a layup. Like, now it's like, soon as he steps, not next to the son, on the logo, you have yeah, to guard up because yeah. he can shoot that. And then obviously there's other guards like Damian Lillard, yeah. who, who, who is not as good as Steph, but, you know, logo Lillard could shoot out of gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got a lot of these guards doing it. You see Devin Booker do it, John Moran do it. You see other guards do it. Even Kyrie sometimes I see, you know, shoot. So the impact that Steph has had on the game is tremendous. I know the knock on him is that he never won a finals MVP. Iguodala won one. Kevin Durant won the other two, obviously. He definitely should have got it for the first one. He should have got it for the worst, first one. But they said Eagle got a lockdown LeBron. And LeBron, yeah, what, average? Lockdown LeBron. Yeah, he's still I, average. I think he's still average. Yeah, but, you know, that's yeah. just the NBA just, you know, being <laughs> stupid. Right. Um, you know, because they I, – I get reporters has to say because they can be more objective. But I feel like with these, these awards, is always a narrative, right? There's always a narrative. Like, you know, even like with the MVP – this season, before LeBron got injured, the narrative was, well, he's 36, and look at what he's doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, to me, that's not fair, right? Mm-hmm. To me, it's like, how's your numbers? What is your PER? How are you affecting the game on both sides of the yeah. ball? Yeah. If you miss a certain amount of games, you shouldn't be considered for MVP, right? Yes. So this is why LeBron is out. This is why Kawhi is never in it, 
You know what I'm saying? Joel Embiid has missed 15 games, but he's coming back and he's doing his thing, um, leaving off where, you know, taking off where he left off. You know what I'm saying? And then, so, so this is another question. Right, I know we're going to talk a little. Who do you think should be MVP this season? Can I answer that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think Chris Paul. Okay. For what he's done with the Suns and just like, I see, like, the, the t- like everywhere he goes, like, mm-hmm. there have always been a content- contending teams with every team that he's, he's yeah. gone to. So, I mean, I don't think – he's never won an MVP before, right? No, no he's never won. I think um, it's just his impact on the game, his leadership. I think man should deserve yeah. um, MVP. I think that's the – to me, at least. Yeah. What about you? I don't know, man. There's so many people to pick from, but – yeah. If I did have to choose one, I'd probably say Giannis. Probably. I don't, Giannis is uh, he's 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 averaging close to his MVP numbers. Mm. But I don't. I it's because it is that narrative part. Yeah. Right. That yeah. the voters look at. Yeah. First of all, they're not giving a foreign player <laughs> three MVP. Like you're not going back to back to back. I don't think that's happening. Uh, the guys I look at right now, and if because you know it's a shortened season, seventy-two games, they've been there the entire time. I'm looking at Damian Lillard, and I'm looking at Nikola Jokic. Yeah, right? those are two guys I'd also consider. Yeah, to what's be. their record? What's um, Denver's record? Denver's record. I think Denver's sitting at number three right now. I'll let you know real quick. Yeah, Denver's definitely one of the so best De- teams. So no, Denver's there. sitting at number four. And the Portland Trailblazers are sitting at number six. Six and what's where's six Phoenix? And, Phoenix is number two. Yeah, it's two. I say, Phoenix. I say Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Chris Paul yeah, deserves it. Yeah, I think. Because I think you you also got to reward winning as well. Like if it, if, yeah. If you're, uh, to me at least, if your team MVP to me, it's like what have you done for your team? Yeah. Like if your team got way better because of you in it. Oh yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Nikolai, I agree with that. Nikolai Jokic, I think he's gonna become MVP. Yeah, eventually, I think he will. Yeah, um, I just, I think Chris Paul, like he's been doing this for a long, long time. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, <clears throat> and, and, and to that, I would consider that because it's the most. So it, it gets confusing because this is the most valuable player in the league or the most valuable to the team. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. sometimes that's where the award get mixed up. I think if Chris Paul win it, it would be akin to what Steve Nash won. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Phoenix. You know, mm-hmm. Phoenix was hot. Yeah. And it's just ironic. He plays for Phoenix yeah. now. But, it, you know, I think he should be considered for MVP. I don't, I don't necessarily think he's in the running. Mm-hmm. I would put Damian over him. Uh, but that's a good point that you make. Mm-hmm. Because Phoenix was hot in the bubble, uh, they won eight and zero in the bubble, and it seems like, like again they took off where they left off. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially now they, with the addition of Chris Paul, Devin Booker, we see him on YouTube yeah. yelling about not getting double teams. He get double teamed all season, <laughs> so Chris Paul is able to alleviate some of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, how do you feel about Chris? I mean, and you said who for you, Giannis? Yeah, I say Giannis. Giannis. How long has Chris Paul been in the league now? Uh, since two thousand five. Yes. Wow. Yeah. 
I remember him in 2K8. He was a monster. Yeah, he was on the cover of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to kill people with Chris Paul. He was a little six-foot guard, just dunking on people. and You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Crazy. So my thing is, we put in, like, point. And this is the thing, because it is a positionless game, and Steph has attributed Man. to this. Are we putting Steph over Chris Paul as best point guard? Like, just point guard, point, point guard wise. Point guard wise? I mean, as far as like the way you're supposed to play the position of point guard, I'd say Chris Paul is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It gets confusing because now it's all this positionless basketball, mm-hmm. right? Because, in a sense, could LeBron be considered a point guard? Like, now I know we classify him as a point forward, just like Draymond Green, mm-hmm. but I look at. Because it's positionless basketball, now when it comes to this rating system of best point guard, best shooting guard, it's like in today's NBA, it doesn't matter, yeah. right? Can you just play at least three positions, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and it's, yo, Steph Curry's the greatest shooter of all time. I'm not going to put that. But playing the game of being a point guard, that, if you're going to do it just based off his listing, mm-hmm. yeah, because, you know, you go on 2K, Point guard slash shooting guard. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. But um, I don't know. As playing the game of point, Chris Paul is amazing, dog. Because what he's doing at, what, 35 right now? Yeah, something like that. So on the Suns, like, yo, you remember people was, yo, they, people thought he was washed. Like Houston, Houston, his time in Houston, you would believe that he was washed. He went to OKC, made them better. Didn't they beat yeah. the Rockets? Nah, no, they, they lost almost them. They did. Almost they almost, they almost beat the Rockets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look what he's doing with the Suns. Who, oh, yeah, Miles Bridges, up. Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. And he just got dudes eating. He's been yeah. doing this since Tyson Chandler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but every listen. team that he's been on, all one, like they all got better. Yeah. The only thing that was an exception was probably Houston, where he probably had them. Um, well, that's because James Harden was a little so. <laughs> yeah. But... Listen, on that note, Pat, I want to thank you for coming in. Q, always a pleasure, man. You got to be here more often, man, so we can do this. And if you don't know, Q be writing some dope stuff on uh, the Facebook blog and whatnot. Make sure you ain't here today so you know it's contributing some, uh, some dope topics. And if you want to, you know, suggest some topics, make sure to hit up our, hit us up at our email at lbrstalk.com. You know, there's some stuff that's coming along, and I'll let you guys all know about that in a few in uh, future episodes. Um, and you guys enjoy your Sunday. And, uh, yeah, that's another episode in the bag. So, uh, peace. This has been a Gifted Sounds podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. For more podcasts, please visit giftedsounds.com.